0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Young Lion Cast. I am your host, Rob Goodin. I am joined, as ever, by the enigmatic Chris O'Brien. How are you, Chris?
1: I'm all right. I'm living full on suck it and Sea, and drinking some dandelion and burdock.
0: Wow. I mean, your drink of choice has gone downhill since we've been doing the podcast. I mean, you were starting necking straight vodka, which is hardcore as fuck. What
1: happened? Oh well, my friend just go. Oh, we're worried about your drinking habits. You've drank every day this month. You should probably stop drinking. So I stop drinking. Just so they would shut up, and, that boy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's basically it.
0: <laughs> oh, it's nice to see that your friends care about your health, though.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd say I'd say friends and family, but we both know that's a fucking lie.
0: I love the fact that most people um are looking at Stoptober, so where they don't drink a single drop of alcohol on any day in october and what you did was you said fuck it and i'm going to do
1: the complete yep. opposite yeah and put people talking about no not november you can be sure it's am knowing that
0: <laughs> i have a girlfriend i'm probably going to be observing that so you know let's
1: <laughs> you'd be doing that anyway don't pretend this part of this big <laughs>
0: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we are a bit late uh, this week. Unfortunately, I had to take a school trip to London and um, I love London. It's a great city, but fucking hell taking children on the tube. Good grief. Just the the stress levels that you go through as a teacher is just astronomical.
1: There's two things you don't want to be like, um, Rob, is the Young Lion podcast and your period. So,
0: <laughs> But we are here. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, and we have got quite oh. a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to start just by looking at the World Tag League announcement. And in a way, I suppose it was good that we did delay the show because it did mean that the World Tag League teams were announced.
1: <laughs> oh thank God, we can talk about fucking Tag League. Thanks, <laughs> right. There's one thing I love talking about, it's fucking Tag League.
0: Fuck's sake. Chris is really excited, ladies and gentlemen. Really enjoys Tag League, favourite part of the New Japan year. Um, We're then going to go through the Power Struggle show that happened on Sunday, the 3rd of November, giving our thoughts and our ratings regarding that show. And then we'll end by looking at the two New Japan shows, New Japan Showdown shows from Los Angeles, which will take place tomorrow. Well, depending on when you're listening to this, on Saturday and On Monday, I believe, yes. So Saturday and Monday, we'll go through those and we'll just basically give our very, very quick thoughts. Before we do that though, Chris, I've just got a couple of bits of news. So it was announced uh, yesterday uh, on a couple of sites that according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, Kenny Omega was stopped going into Japan for his return to DDT. Now, this apparently wasn't an issue after a while. He was let back in and nothing was said. But this has led to an absolutely fantastic volley of rumours that New Japan are apparently operating the borders of Japan and are stopping Kenny Omega in some bizarre sort of perverse justice thing because he left them. Apparently, they're making sure he can't get into the country. I mean, that... that's phenomenal.
1: And to be fair, there's basically not, uh, be it sheep fighting or wrestling company in Japan, that's not connected to the Yakuza. But I like, <laughs> very much doubt that, like we're talking about a company that has almost threatened to beat Brock Lesnar up in the airport, but Kenny Omega has basically no affiliation with New Japan right now. So it's just, like Marx will believe anything, but like when WWE is actually... Um, doing PR for a corrupt government will turn the other cheek. I don't get marks. I don't get them at all, Rob.
0: I love just this last bit where it says, in addition, the Wrestling Observer Newspot letter reported that something happened where there was an attempt to get Omega banned from going to Japan for 10 years. I mean, fucking hell. Talk about harbouring a grudge. Yeah.
1: Oh, right. did you see his map, the match you had with, in DDT? It was quite fun. He and, Ryu, didn't. he and Ryu make a decent tag team, but it just makes me miss the Golden Lovers. Seriously, that breakup took, it hit me hard, Rob. It hit me harder than my last actual breakup.
0: <laughs> I'm sure your ex-girlfriend has got it.
1: is mad, but anyway, come on. I mean...
0: It's abs- It's absolute bullshit, isn't it? It's absolute bollocks. But it is fun to speculate. Um, I just I wanted to throw that in at the start, just to just basically for a bit of a laugh. This next bit of news, Chris, and this isn't confirmed. Basically, I listen to a podcast called Super J Cast. Um, at Super Jcast. they're amazing.
1: <laughs> I haven't listened to their podcast, but I do love their Twitter. They're very good with information.
0: They are very, very good for information. Their podcast is absolutely amazing. They are basically the premier uh, New Japan podcast, apart from us, obviously. Um, obviously. But yeah, go and check them out. They are absolutely incredible, Joel and Damon on the uh, Super J Cast. But they have sort of, there have been rumblings that they've reported that there is going to be a very special match at Wrestle Kingdom fourteen on one of the nights. Chris, have you heard about this special match?
1: I'm going to assume it's a Stardom thing because he did briefly
0: mention it before. <laughs> I did. Apparently, with Bushy Road having purchased Stardom now, apparently they are going to put. A stardom match, just the one. A stardom match on one of the nights of Wrestle Kingdom fourteen. Okay. Two so, questions, Chris, before you go into this, because you are of the three of us, you are sort of the person to go to when it comes to and, Joshi and in general.
1: Watches stardom, yes. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, a, how do you feel about this? And B what do you think we're going to see? Are we going to see a title match? Are we going to see a tag match? Are we going to see an exhibition six-woman tag match? What What are you expecting to see?
1: Um, to be honest, I'm expecting it to be a lot like how Ring of Honor or Repro have, a, have representation on the card since just through the Bushy Road affiliation, they're kind of in partnership. I just expect to see their main title on the line, which would be the artist. No, I, I could get confused because we don't actually have commentary. The world, it's either the World of Stardom or the Artists of Stardom Championship. The red belt, because they normally just go by the belt color, which really doesn't help fucking learning things. But I'm expecting to see the red belt online, and then if that's the case, it would explain why Mayu won it because she's like their not their like ace, but like their big star. So like I wouldn't be surprised with like uh, May versus Momo, because like Momo's sort of their ace. It so, it's all like their equivalent of Kardesana. Ask you about them having that massive rivalry, so. Okagetsu, but also she hangs people, so maybe not good for New Japan.
0: <laughs> no, maybe not the right vibe you're trying to send out, New Japan.
1: Because um, I would explain why we took it off B because they seem to be high on B, but like she's she she's really good, but like she can't necessarily keep up with like May or Orisa or um, just a lot of people. It's a, they're very polished over and started.
0: You are a big Orisa fan.
1: I, I she's fucking right. She's fucking great. All right, she is. The Coach Ibushi of of um, stardom, she throws amazing kicks. And, like, literally all her defences, not against shitty imports, have been really good. Like, Hazuki Hiz- match, Tan Nakano, Jungle Kiona. Um, I haven't seen a Jamie Hater match, but I've seen that's good because Jamie Hayter's really good. Um, Yeah, I'm all in on a bit. She's probably my favourite in stardom. Oh well, she's, fav- she's my she's my she's my favourite worker inside of him. My fa- actual favourite inside of them is Natsu Simmery because she's like toriano but a sex pervert. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> I think New Japan had missed a trick by not making Toriano a sex pervert. I just I think he's got that slimy gimmick.
1: You say that, but I can't imagine toriano as a sexual being. Like I imagine he just has, like has a Ken doll instead of a penis. <laughs> like like full on action man.
0: Oh god, I don't want to think about Toriano down there. Come on.
1: You could subscribe to my theory. There's nothing to think about, sir. That is
0: true. That is true. Anyway, I just wanted to gauge your feelings on that because, again, it has been announced.
1: Analysis. But people come to this podcast (laughs) for for
0: journalistic accuracy. Clearly not. Um, obviously, Will Tag League has been announced. Now, Chris, we're going to try and get through this whole announcement without you moaning, okay? And then I'll let you loose to moan as much as you want at the end. Sound fair? Fine. (laughs) So obviously World Tag League is coming up. It starts on the 16th of November and we have the final on December the 8th in Hiroshima. Now they did announce the teams and I'll go through those in a moment. Unfortunately, Chris, and I will let you lose a little bit here at the moment, not... I'm not... Well, in fact, let me announce the teams and then you can get all your ranting out in one go. Um not only is the world tag league in one big block uh, like it was last year despite protestations from the fans um they've also added two more teams so <laughs> it's longer as well so <laughs> bully bully for us um so what i'm going to do is i'm going to re- read through the official lineups for um the World Tag League 2019, so the teams we have are the current champions, the current IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, the Grills of Destiny, uh, Finn Juice, Yano and Colt Cabana, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi, Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki, Hi- uh, Tenzan and Satoshi Kojima, Togi Makabe and Tomawaki Homma, Evil and Sonada, Shingo Takagi and El Terrible, Chase Owens and Bad Luck Farley, Kenta and Yujiro Takahashi, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshi Hashi, Hiroki Goto and Karl Fredericks, Manabu Nakanishi and Yuji Nagata, Toa Hanare and Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jeff Cobb and Mikey Nichols. Okay, so Chris, I know absolutely none of the teams jump off the page to you and that is Unfortunately, an inherent problem that New Japan has with the way they book things. Unfortunately, their tag team division sort of falls by the wayside and they just throw random mid-carders together to make teams. Of those teams that I've announced, are there any there that you think, hmm, interesting partnership? I look forward to looking at them.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, I've never seen... Such a stale lineup for a New Japan tournament in my fucking whole time watching it since Wrestle Kingdom Nine. Jesus fucking Christ! The Young Lion Cup was fucking a more exciting prospect than this shop.
0: Okay, I agree with you. Let's have a look at some of the teams then.
1: Um, y- I've ever counted only five of them are like proper, like established tag teams.
0: You look at the proper official. I say official, the established tag teams, like you say, you've got the Grills of Destiny who are obviously the champions, uh, you've got Tenkoji, you've got GBH, you've got Evil and Sonada, and... and got fin- say again? And you've got Fuse. Fin- fin-
1: because they at least have a name. Of those names, two of the teams are fucking immobile. <sighs> well, that's, that's, that's not fair. Makabe and Kojima aren't immobile, but fucking Tenzan...
0: And Homna, ah. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm not so watching it. Rob. Let's go I was, I'm not fucking watching it. That's fine. I will watch it. I don't mind. But there are two things that I take issue with when it comes to the World Tag League announcement. The first is that you are absolutely right. There doesn't seem to have been any thought put into the teams.
1: I mean, the exception from- in Zack Sabre Junior, they are a great team. I
0: yeah, love them. I agree. Twitter, so. I agree, but... Well, we'll go. I'll go into that a little bit in a minute. But you look at the teams, and we have been dying for an Ishii and a Goto team. Dying for an Ishii and a Goto team. And again, it just seems to be... Now we're not going to give you that. Oh, fuck's sake. I mean, we've had to draft someone in For shingo at least we have a shingo in this world tag league um the one of the main stories this year i say one of the main stories one of the sort of underlying stories was the fact that makabe and yano had reconciled so it seems completely baffling to me that we have now separated them we've got colt cabana in the world tag league
1: to be fair cabana but but, but they will at least bring some comedy to proceedings (laughs)
0: I agree, but I mean, Yano does that anyway, no matter who he's with. And that was part of the, you know, the the endearing part of the Yano and Ishii tag team. Um, looking at those teams, I mean, you're going to highlight, you can sort of see who New Japan are pushing by who is in the main event. And more specifically, who is going to be in the main event at Korakuen Hall. Now, so the dates of Korakuen <laughs> Hall are the 17th and 18th of November and then the 28th and the 29th of November. Now, the main events on those shows are Evil and Sonata versus El Terrible and Shingo. You've got FinJuice Juice versus Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. Then you've got Evil and Sonata versus Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. And then you've got Yoshihashi and Tomohiro Ishii against Evil and Sonata. Now, I don't want to label you know, lay doom and gloom at your door, Chris, but we cannot possibly get another Evil and Sonata versus Gorillas of
1: Destiny final. It's going to fucking, it's going to happen. <laughs> like, I'm fine with tag divisions falling down the wayside, especially with as many single styles as New Japan has. But if you're going to do that, don't subject us to, I say subject us, I'm not fucking watching it. But like, don't subject your fans to it. Like, don't you? They basically create the last two months of the year post power struggle are just not worth watching. Like, I'll be honest with you, Rob. I cancelled my New Japan World and um, Pirates of Pipe um, Power Struggle because I don't want to pay for a month of Tag League. Wow, you want that, that what... against
0: World Tag League?
1: No, no. It's... But here's the thing. Ninja World does it weirdly where you can where your cancel date and payment date isn't when you sign up but on the first. So I'm sort of like I'm not paying my monthly subscription for this one show that I'm not hot for.
0: So you're going to cancel it and then re restart yeah. it on the first of January.
1: Yeah, I'm mean, restarting on the first of January. I just don't bother with December and because Jesus fucking Christ, Rob.
0: <sighs> I mean it. They've made it very, very difficult to get any anything close <laughs> to excited for this show.
1: You Can you roll your eyes at what I'm about to say, but how stardom does their title league is perfect, because they have it as an undercard thing to make regular proceedings.
0: Because how stardom
1: basically works, they have their tour, and then, like, once or twice a month, they'll be in Couric and Hall, and that's where the titles are defended. So, like, if New Japan just made this a regular tour, with, like, a, like, a never-match a never and a... Fuck it, let's say a junior tag um, tag main event in Currican or something, and then just have the Tag League as an undercard thing. I'd be completely fine with it, but the fact they're complete focus and they clearly don't put any effort into it, and we haven't the whole time i watching, we've never really put effort into it. I mean, like with the exception of the um, Great Bash heel story, there's basically no effort ever put into Tag League, so it's very fucking hard to care. Like, I'm not even mad. I just I'm so indifferent towards Tag League. Okay. Especially so... since half, half of it is single camera stuff and half respect of the last few years has to go by. And like there's a lot of repeated spots. I mean like sparks I thought would come the first night, like when Cobb and Elgin were passing people between each other. They were doing that every night, like matches get like we think we get like G one fatigue or super juniors fatigue, at least. Like maybe on the end of super juniors and G one we were having match of the years, mostly thanks to last right? but still. Like I'd rather There's so much wrestling out there, Rob. There's so much. And it's just not worth it.
0: Okay. Well, going down this list of teams now, let's eliminate some teams that aren't going to win the World Tag League. Okay? Guerrillas of Destiny are going to be the tag champions, so they aren't going to win it. Okay? They aren't going to do that to us. They aren't going to make us watch this entire tag league only for the champions to win it and choose their own opponent anyway.
1: Are you saying they won't fuck us? Because they fucked us last year.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good point. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. Okay, so they are for me. They aren't going to win it.
1: It's going to be Evil and Sonado. Let's not even bother with anything. It will be Evil and Sonata. Name another legitimate team there.
0: Well, you say it's going to be Evil and Sonata. After power struggle, we are clearly leading to something else, especially for Sonata. Unfortunately, that leaves Evil behind. But I think there was enough. There was enough of something there to say to me. Sonata is going to be in a singles match on one of those cards. And we'll go into that when we look at power struggle, but for me, it's enough to eliminate Evil and Sonata from winning it. Now, if you eliminate the champions and Evil Sonata, okay, you're not going to have Shingo and Al Terrible win it. You're not going to bring someone in for a tour and then have them win it. It's, it just isn't going to happen. Um, the Goto and Carl Fredericks team, unfortunately, that team has a young line in it. They aren't going to win it. Kenta is the never-open-weight champion. Not going to happen, okay? So, can you see Yano and Colt Cabana winning Tag League?
1: (laughs) Really? But last year, I did predict Best friends, so...
0: That's true. Okay, so for me, they aren't going to win. Lance Archer is the United States champion, okay? They aren't going to win it, which leaves us with the following teams. Finjuice... Sabre and Tai Chi, but Sabre is the current British heavyweight champion for RevPro and will probably be defending it on the what Wrestle Kingdom card. He's not because going to
1: win it. The two knights of the dome might help that.
0: I don't know. I personally don't see someone who is a singles champion also being in the tag team championship picture. I just don't see it. For me personally, and again, Zach is going to be defending that RevPro championship. I don't see him winning Tag League as well. Much so I would love to see Zach and Taichi there, and I would because I think they're a fantastic team, I would love to see them win it. I just don't think they will. It leaves us with <laughs> Tenkoji, GBH, Chase Owens and Badluck Farley,
1: nope.
0: Ishii and Yoshihashi,
1: no, because Ishii would probably be gone for... I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll end up with Kenta again, unless one of the things um, teased on Power Struggle actually happens. Exactly.
0: We've got Nakanishi and Nagata, which just isn't going to happen. Nagata can still go, but Nakanishi's barely mobile. Um, okay. Hinari and Hiroshi Tanahashi... <clears throat> sorry, I've no. a really bad throat. Again, from Power Struggle, we know that Tanahashi isn't going to be wrestling for the tag team titles on one night when he's got such a high profile match on the second. Carbon Nichols. So
1: you know about Carbon Nichols that's such a high start but then fucking drops. It's the fucking lost of wrestling.
0: Could you if there was one team here that encapsulates how thrown together this tag league is.
1: Cobb isn't even in chaos. Nichols is chaos. <clears throat>
0: Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Sorry for anyone who's listening. I've got a really bad throat. That's why I keep coughing. I keep trying to mute my mic before I do it. But if you do hear me coughing, I'm sorry. It must, I'm really trying to not do it in my mic.
1: He hasn't had this bad a throat since back. Cup.
0: Oi. Um, the three teams for me are... Well, the two teams it's between are Finn, Juice, and Ishii and Yoshiashi.
1: I still think it's going to be one nada. And quite Frank. <laughs> I I really don't want to be doom and gloom about this. New Japan is one of my main stops for wrestling, so like the fact that I'm skipping this is bad for me.
0: My... I think it will be Ishii and Yoshihashi. And bear with me. The reason I think this, they made... and On the Destruction Tour, obviously, got, um, Ishii and Yoshihashi went for the tag titles against the uh, Gorillas of Destiny. Didn't win it. And you had, most most of the match was about how Yoshihashi had been in the company for so long and had not won a championship, okay? He'd never won a championship, he'd had opportunities, never did it. We know, Chris, that New Japan don't, they don't do anything without good reason. And it seems to me that if that's going to be the storyline it makes sense for him and Ishii to win the tag titles. Now you mentioned Ishii going against Kenta. I'll talk about why I don't think that is going to happen. Um, but I just I don't know. I see though it's either it's either going to be those two or FinJuice.
1: Yeah, so I see you internalized logic there. Um, to be fair, my my analytical part of my brain's up shut off as soon as Tag League was mentioned. <laughs>
0: You never know, man. There, there might be a couple of good matches. I doubt it.
1: No, that's why I'm doing this with you because I'll have like the half hour where you'll go, well, that's worth checking out. And I'll probably check it out and go, oh, it's a fine match. I'm glad I didn't watch the rest of them. So, <laughs> Well, that's,
0: that's enough World Tag League talk for now. Um, obviously, the World Tag League, again, 16th of November it starts and it will end on December 8th in Hiroshima. And by the end of this tour, we will have a very, very full picture of what is going to be happening at Wrestle Kingdom 14. Now, that leads me in very, very well to the Power Struggle show that we have just watched from the 3rd of November 2019. Now, overall, Chris, before we analyse this card, what did you think of this show?
1: It was fine. It was good. I don't regret watching it. I'll probably not re-watch anything from it. It was fine.
0: <laughs> For me... This was a far better a far better card and a far more consistent card than King of Pro Wrestling.
1: The undercard was better than marquee matches at King of Pro Wrestling were miles better, though.
0: You say that. Well, I'll tell you what. Shall we go through it match by match? Um, yeah. We started with an eight-man tag team match with the team of TJP, Clark Connors, Titan and Voldor Jr., defeating the team of Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, Toguchi and Yuya Uemura at 5 minutes and 34 seconds after a detonation kick. Now, it's a your typical undercard match, nothing offensive. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask you, Chris, with what happens later on in the card, we're rapidly running out of people for Jushin Thunder Liger to face in this final match on January 5th.
1: Yeah, because um, our big thing was Uhuromi. And then no, I've, I've, I imagine something will be set up. I imagine Liger doesn't quite want the um pressure of going against like a Hiromi. But then again he kept up with Ishimori early in the year, so I don't quite we definitely are running out. Although I really enjoyed this you said nothing defensive, that implies it was it was boring. I wasn't bored during this match. I really enjoyed it. Especially the every it's like um with Titan and Voldador, every time I see um the CMLL guys doing like Fantascomania, I'm like this is cool. I should check out CMLL. I mean, I never fucking did.
0: I must admit, t town has much improved. Much improved. Especially but, at the start uh, of the best of the Super Juniors, I found it very boring and quite by the numbers.
1: I think the issue you had in Super Genius was you had much more interesting um, leeches in there with Dragon Lee and Bandida.
0: So yeah, can't mark
1: Because, like, if T-Tan was put, I'm pretty sure T-Tan was put in a match. But again, Voldemort Genius, like, one of CMLL's main guys. And to be fair, I loved Bow here. I loved it, the short burst he had. Yeah. And um, I especially loved his Spider Man gear, which is the Super Spider Man PS4. Great game. Rob can't play it because he has an Xbox fucking loser. But. Um, Unnecessarily yeah, it's, it's... harsh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love seeing TJP.
0: Yes, I agree. I mean, I'm sure you read that tweet or his, his Instagram post where he mentioned how basically he was told what he could and couldn't do and he was told to hold his style back, anything that resembled a move that anyone else did he wasn't allowed to do and referees would often be told to cut matches short and things like that and basically he said, I I couldn't wrestle as me and I think matches like this and I did catch a few of the Super Junior Tag League matches um, and he is an extremely good wrestler and the more that we are to see of TJP in New Japan, I would be more than happy with that. More than no, happy.
1: I think you just need to like even outside of like his impact stuff, PWG stuff, what have you. um, Like the slightly more obscure part that mainstream fans might not have seen. You just look at the cruiserweight classic stuff, and he was a standout. Like he was a standout in a field of Gagano, Champa, Grand League, Abushi, Zack Saber Junior. You know, like he was a he felt like a deserving winner among that field. So
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at people who stood out in that tournament and, you know, if you believe the rumours, obviously the tournament was made, apparently, for Zack Sabre Jr. Um, but it was ZSJ, it was Coach Ibushi, it was Cedric Alexander and it was TJP. Those were your four. Yeah.
1: Well, aside from Gigan- like it, it, it seems to be an idea that the Gagano-Champa Gigan- match in that tournament is my favourite one in the tournament. I know most people say Alexander and Abushi and I see that but I prefer the Gagano-Champa match just personally.
0: Yeah. Um, moving back to this match, five stars. I think that's fair.
1: I gave it a six just because I enjoy seeing the Lucha so much, but I think that's just because I'm not used, to, with the exception of Dragonly, who wrestled a bit more strong style than he does lucha, and um, I'm not used to seeing this sort of stuff in New Japan, so that might have just been a um, culture shock type thing, so I'll go with your five.
0: Okay, cool. Who have you got for Liger, man? <sighs> Candy Floss. <laughs> <laughs> would he be out of the realms of possibility of him facing someone like I don't know Amara Fuji
1: maybe I wouldn't be surprised if we put, gave him a heavyweight
0: okay but you look at heavyweights what has been yeah.
1: announced at, oh, the awesome. rest, at like, Wrestle Kingdom they tied up aren't they <laughs> All of the um,
0: all of the heavyweights that, and this is no disrespect to anyone, but all of the heavyweights that are worthy of Juicy and Thunder Liger's last match are tied up in programs. And the last thing people want as Liger's last match is another foray into a Tiger mask or a Maccabay.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. I'd, I imagine we're not even going to know until January fourth.
0: It'll certainly be interesting. We'll see. It,
1: when's what, what day's the tag the junior match on again? Uh the fifth. Fifth. Okay, so that's definitely Hiromi. Um, I think
0: anyway, I think I will double check that, but I think it's the fifth.
1: Okay. Oh well. Um I don't know. I genuinely like after Hira, after like Suzuki and Hiromi were your main people and best tied up, so I literally cannot answer that question. <laughs>
0: Let's move on because we could drive ourselves insane with this because I'll be honest, I was convinced it was going to be Tanahashi. So uh, I was clearly very, very wrong. Um, We move on then to the second match, which was a tag team match with the current IWGP junior heavyweight tag team champions El Fantasmo and Taiji Shimori defeating the Chaos team of Rocky Romero and Robbie Eagles at 8 minutes 42 with the CR2. Good match. Really, really Really good match this.
1: Really fun match. Um ELP the main spot being EOP carrying Rocky. Um while doing an old school to Egos.
0: It was fairly uh, spectacular, even when he uh, lost his balance at the end, which was slightly terrifying.
1: The only thing that could you think that's terrifying? You did see the bot that happened with B Priestley and Mayo Otani, right?
0: Oh god, yeah, that was that was scary. Cur- oh my Curious.
1: god. I, for people who don't know, um going for a hurricane rhana was me. Um, Priest lost her footing before she could rotate and just drop Mayo right on her neck. She's really lucky that Mayo's neck is made of rubber, because Jesus Christ. Um, it was not a good spot. It was not pleasant. But anyway, um, the only thing that would have made this better, if while Robbie was walking along, he'd started singing Biker Take His Song. <laughs> You've done, you done it now! It. Oh, <laughs> that would have been amazing. But yeah, this was fun. Again, I'm really happy that Rocky still has it, because we thought he lost it, and he hasn't, and it's amazing. Um, Chaos has a few too many juniors, in my opinion, but you know. Yeah, that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... But to be fair, there's at least a ton of people to take over when Osprey eventually moves up. Um, yeah, just, it was fun. Like, obviously... Eagles and Rocky weren't going to win because then they'd have claim for a junior tag title shot. I and genuinely
0: thought that was going to happen. I genuinely <laughs> was like, after last year, why the fuck not? Just go for it.
1: <sighs> to be fair. now to be fair, I prefer the result that happened, kind of, in theory. But yeah, this this is fun. We've on it. We've talked about it a bit longer than we kind of had to, really, because it was mostly just fun. It was mostly a regular junior match with that one spot. But yeah. It was. I really enjoyed it. My one spot got it seven for me.
0: I gave it to six because I'm not thinking with my heart, which is clearly what you're thinking with. Oh,
1: do you think I'm thinking with my heart now? Wait
0: till we get to the Taiji match. Um, Taiji Shimori. Is he sort of being... I don't want to say the word buried. I don't want to say the word buried. He's
1: not being buried. He, being-
0: okay, no. I don't want to say buried because he's not being buried. Is he sort of lost in the shuffle at the moment?
1: Uh, when I mean consider where he was at the beginning of the yeah, like at the beginning of the year, he was like the hottest junior, other than maybe Shingo. Like he beat Kushida for the title and then he had he had a really good run actually. He 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 dragged really like eight out of ten, nine out of ten matches out of um both Liger and Taguchi.
0: Yes, he did. That match with Taguchi yeah. was surprisingly good, and the Lager match was a nine-star match. Absolutely.
1: So it's ha- it's really hard to. I don't know. I think the problem is he's teamed with ELP, who is mo- probably the most charismatic junior outside of Osprey. I
0: don't know, man. I'd call it a hot take. I'm, I'm. I can't. I can't take to Phantasmo, and we've discussed this on the podcast before. You I don't mean- know whether it's.
1: You, you were hot on him before he got to New Japan, but you're not massive on him in New Japan.
0: No, and I don't know if it's because he's trying too hard as a heel or whether, you know, I, I don't know what it is, Chris. I just, I cannot, I don't know whether it's because it's the same five moves of Doom or I don't know what it is. I'm just, I'm not hot on Phantasmo, horrible as that sounds. And, you know, potentially, you know, an inverted commas, hot as that might be.
1: <laughs> um, well, he's, he's very precise, very crisp. His moveset is a bit bland. Like hit this, a lot of his finishes are a bit dull.
0: The CR two is a terrible finisher. Awful. Oh,
1: absolutely! It's like, it's like the neutralizer and the Styles Clash had a shit baby.
0: I mean, you look at Ishimori for this finish. Ishimori hit the bloody cross for them for amazing. El Fantasma to at the CR two, and the bloody cross is
1: such a better move. that's a good. That's me. Ishimori has a very exciting moveset, and he does the best. Everyone seemingly does a fucking. Um swing down into a from Baroque's into a German C Flex now, but he does it better. He does it the best.
0: Absolutely. Anyway, we again we've talked far too long about that. Uh Bully Club, take the victory, and it's not the last time of the night. We'll be seeing them. Six Man Tag Team Action next match three with the Los nobles de Japon. Team of Evil, Sonata and Shingo Tagaki, defeating Suzuki Gun Team of Suzuki, Zack Sabre Jr. and the United States champion Lance Archer at what nine minutes was- and seven seconds with an inside cradle. Go on, Chris.
1: Where was Suzuki's theme?
0: I was just going to say this. They came out to the una- new IWGP United States Heavyweight Champions music, which isn't the worst music in the world, to be fair.
1: No, it's not. And to, to be fair, everybody dies comes out of nowhere from that.
0: It really does. It really does come yeah, from it's, absolutely it's like, nowhere.
1: Everybody and it's, uh, it's awful. It's That bit, I don't like the bit before the everybody dies, but after that the song becomes a bit hype. But, yeah, if, when you have Suzuki, Suzuki has the best entrance music in New Japan.
0: I'd say so. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone with better better music
1: than him. He, he has definitely has the most memorable music in New Japan. I'm like, so why the fuck wouldn't you use it? It's a bit. It's. A, I'm. Just, I'm dwelling on this because this match had very little else. There was a nice pumping bomber from of Shingo, but that's about it.
0: This match was, you know, the whole the whole point of Power Struggle is that you are building towards Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Yeah, you've seen one Suzuki Gun versus LIJ match. You've seen them all. Yeah,
0: and I think this was more to set up two potential feuds here. So we have got Sonade. Gain the inside cradle victory over British heavyweight champion Zack Saber Junior. Now, in my eyes, that means we are going to get Sonada versus Zack um, at Wrestle Kingdom for that title. Don't forget, I believe Sonata beat ZSJ uh, in the opening night of the G1 as well, so he does have a claim to that title.
1: He did, and it was the third best match of night. Nah, second best match of night one.
0: So. Very, very good match. Now. Are you happy with that? Do you think that's you know considering the push Sonada has been given this year? Are you happy to see that at Wrestle Kingdom?
1: Yeah, any any title match is better than no title match, I guess, and everything else sort of tied up. So, like honestly, I'd rather have that than um, I'd I would much rather have that than a another fucking evil Sonada versus Griller versus uh, a Destiny match. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Nobody wants that.
0: Um the other potential for you now this one is slightly more up in the air, but I do I do think we've had enough for this to be happening. Um is going to be probably a special singles match between Shingo and Suzuki.
1: I'm down with that. Shingo works well with veterans. Look at the Kutuma match earlier this year. Oh
0: my god, I'm so down with that. I mean, good grief. Just just I mean, one of my favorite matches last year, and I talk about this match all the damn time, considering it didn't oh, the... make our end-of-year match list, uh, was Suzuki versus Ishii, it just beating the living shit out of each other. And if Shingo proved anything in the G1, is that he is a tough motherfucker.
1: So, uh, Yeah, so see, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Um, Master Siva, I think that one's a bit more pain guy sky.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Five stars? Five, yeah. Nothing wrong, nothing
1: right. Exactly. The pumping bomb is always nice.
0: Always, always.
1: Um, uh, then again, we're talking to Stan Hansen, man. <laughs> oh, Stan Hansen. Oh.
0: Um, match four. Tag well, team I- action again with the team of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kotoribushi defeating the chaos team of Kazuchika Okada and Yoshihashi at 10 minutes and 51 with the high fly flow. If you've got a team of Hiroshi, Tanahashi, and Kotoribushi and you are facing any team with Yoshihashi in it, guess who's taking the fall? This had. Very little to talk about. It was a solid match, a really good match. This was more about the post match angle.
1: Yeah. um, He's got a preview of Okada and Ibushi, but only the best signature spots, so we don't get any given away for Rasset Kingdom. So that's good.
0: Exactly. Post match, Hiroshi Tanahashi is celebrating, and we get a video package. The video package is of seemingly 20, maybe 25. Hiroshi Tanahashi's, they are playing air guitars and then they are suddenly beaten down by a man in a spiky jacket. And lo and behold, it is Le Champion, Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho announces that he wants Hiroshi Tanahashi at the Tokyo Dome on the 5th of January. Now, this is clearly to complete Chris Jericho's set of having the four pillars of New Japan in Kenny Omega, Tetsuya Naito, Okada and Tanahashi. Are you down for this, Chris? What are you feeling for this?
1: it would be fine. it would be a fine match, assuming Tanahashi... Because Tana has- she is basically going to have Tohanawi Hanami do all the fucking work in Tag League. So he's basically getting a month off. So his knee should be at at least 50%. So this we- <laughs> we should be... This should, an- should be an all right match. Um... Honestly, I'm expecting around the quality of the Okada match, maybe the quality of the first Naito slash Evil match, if we're lucky.
0: Yeah, um, I think Tanahashi has always worked better when he's working from underneath, when he's working as the babyface in peril. Tanahashi plays that so well. And I think Jericho works better when he's dominating a match and beating the living shit out of someone, as proved by, you know... The Kenny Omega match, for example, where he spent a lot of time on top, or the Naito match at Wrestle Kingdom 13, where he spent a lot of time on top. And I think that dynamic could certainly work. My question to you, Chris, is who
1: wins? That's a good point, actually, because, um, Cars the a W champion. Well, he may not be. Full gear predictions on our Twitter. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I genuinely. I don't know because like we've counted Jericho out quite a lot in New Well, we counted him out twice and then he beat Baito. It's like, well I guess we can never fucking count him out again. Um I don't know. I genuinely don't know. You're I'm gonna we're gonna need more build before I can tell.
0: <laughs> it's it's a difficult one because is this the last time we're gonna see Jericho in New Japan? Probably. You know, what well, else is there for him to do? Jay White? It... Not
1: really, no. Um, Um, Shingo there's a lot of matches that would be cool but whether or not they'd be like he sort of ran the gambit of like he's faced all the pillars that were the pillars when he came in
0: yeah I mean the only one really that there is any potential is potentially Kota Ibushi
1: yeah but like he wasn't yeah I think that would be more to serve an AEW angle like if he was feeding the Omega than being able to come up with anything compelling yeah well, we'll it's an AEW contract apparently, but it can go to Japan when um when a, as long as it doesn't clash with AEW dates, so
0: Yeah, but it's also an Omega's contract and you know, Omega's trying to is banned for <laughs> ten years from Japan apparently. <coughs>
1: well no, Omega can fight wherever he wants as long as it doesn't clash, but also he's using that to fight in like triple A and um, D V T like stuff places he actually wants to wrestle.
0: Yeah, it it's such a shame that their relationship soured, isn't it really?
1: It is, but like
0: Move on people. It-
1: we can't. Can't dwell on that. Yeah, we can't dwell on that. This, I, I'm, I'm relatively excited, with pro- of all the, like proper, properly announced matches, is probably the th- one I'm least looking forward to. Yeah. Like, not in terms of I'm not looking forward to it, but like, you know, Ibushi versus Okada. Oh my god. <laughs> oh gosh, it's going to be incredible.
0: We move on then to match five, which was the special singles match between Tetsi, with Tetsi and Aito sorry, defeating Taichi at 12.56 with the Destino. Go on, Chris.
1: Ah, I love this match. I Actually, I'm not even past my Taichi bias. I did really, really enjoy this match. Like, the bronze, the crowd was fun. A super and ran and counted into a fucking powerball.
0: This is... <sighs> It's probably my favourite Tai Chi match.
1: no, it's not my favourite Tai Chi match. I think the Osprey matches were better. Um also him versus Liger at better super genius. That was in terms of storytelling, that's so Second and Tai Chi's just a great heel. Um and also oh Christ, was of one we, um his Ichi matches. I think are uh, rather spectacular. But this was really good. I, there was a Northern Lights Bomb which I actually popped for, because what a fucking move.
0: It was amazing. Honestly, these two, and I ragged on their match at the New Beginning in Sapporo, and the reason I ragged on it was because, not because of their work in ring, because if it was based What's purely it? on in a- ma-
1: ring, it would have ma- been great. That match, The match in that match were really good. You can see how good we are from their G1 match exactly. is. Wow, it's, it's the... Ten minutes of bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's the Azuka factor,
0: but... But there was no bullshit in this match. Tai Chi just wanted to embarrass Naito. And that Tai Chi, that vindictive, basically cunt Tai Chi was brilliant. And in this match, I just I I was fully engaged in this match. The only reason, the only negative thing in this match was that it only went twelve minutes.
1: <laughs> it was way too short. Yeah, far was too that? short for me. Like, far because, too short. Like, for example, the best one in the world, the OP Shimori Eagles Rocky match, really didn't need to be there. He could have cut that, give him the, how much, however much time, put them in, in the opening tag or whatever, and give him that time to Taichi and Nihil. But that being said, still really enjoyable. Um, a lot of really, really good counters. And also, I have a question about Nihil's moveset, because it's always puzzled me and I, I keep forgetting to ask, but I noted it down specifically. How come the running Destino is less effective than the regular Destino?
0: Um, is it because Kevin Kelly doesn't have enough time to get his full Destino ejaculation
1: <laughs> out? You think that's it? Do you think it's sort of like the, um, Kevin Kelly's Destino shout is what the urn is to undertake it?
0: Yes, I think that's exactly what it is. It charges Naito up, like um, wireless charging on an iPhone.
1: I hate Kevin. Although... Um, Chris Charleston continued to be great in this match, bringing up a lot bringing up a lot of great historical facts. Also, uh, they talked about Tai Chi's music career and <laughs> what this is a bit that made me laugh is like um Amihu was his only fan and um Kevin Kennedy was like, You could do worse and, and Gino Gambino went, I have <laughs>
0: I know you I know you don't particularly like Gino Gambino. He has greatly I, grown on me, massively so. He, he,
1: he's become less obnoxious, so what I'm fine with this. He's, he's probably li- actually listening to notes he's been given and improving, so I can respect that. Um, I don't know how new he is to commentary. I've seen some of his matches, but I'm pretty sure he's turned up in progress a couple of times.
0: Are you happy with this three-man booth? If these were the three to commentate on... Wrestle Kingdom 14, which they probably will be. When you look at Don Callis's, you know, everything he's doing with Impact, the chances of him being able to get out of it for just Wrestle Kingdom is very, very slim. I think the chances are we're going to get say, this uh, three man booth.
1: He still turned up uh, last year's Wrestle Kingdom and he had the same commitments. He's turned up a few times this year. So they we, we rotate people out with keeping Callie and Charlton as a sort of. Do fair. Charlton's great. I love him.
0: Yeah, Charlton is great.
1: I gave I, this I eight stars, Chris. So did I. This was really good. I did. Probably the third, third best Tai Chi match of the year after the Ishii matches.
0: I did briefly consider giving this seven because of how short it was, but do you know what? Fuck it. Tai Chi, I don't give him enough credit sometimes, so fuck it. The Axe lead- are great.
1: The one time he was going to win match of the week, you fucking cheated. And got one from fucking la- the week before,
0: and I'm like, "Fuck you, fuck you, Rob." <laughs> oh, great stuff! So, the most predictable match in the entire world was Match Six, where we saw the Super Junior Tag League 2019 final match with Rapongi 3K winning it for an unprecedented third time <laughs> in a, row.
1: In a um, row. Oh, sorry, no,
0: second time in a row. Is it second time in a row with Rapongi Vice winning it the year before uh- that?
1: Uh, just No, because they won Junior No, because they won the championships first time in. I keep getting all that mixed up because the junior division means fuck off since the Bucks left. But I'm sick of it. But we, didn't we just have this match uh King of Pro Wrestling as well?
0: Yeah, Rapongi three K defeated the Suzuki Gun team of Yoshinobu Kanamaro and El Desperado at fourteen minutes and thirteen seconds with the three K. Um, yeah, we did. <laughs> We've, we've seen this match a lot, Rob.
1: This is also at last year's Dominion.
0: It was also the opening match of the Super Junior Tag League this year.
1: We've we've seen these guys tangle up in several in different ways too many times for it to be interesting. And to be fair, taking Show out was a good move. Had me interested for a good 30 seconds. <laughs> and, then, and to be fair, seeing Show slowly crawl, that was quite good. But then he got there, and Show things happened. And I love Show i that. I like Yo. Yo's a bit more of a Kashida figure where he's a bit boring. I, 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 love, I mean I like the Punky 3K, but they have been over haven't they? They've been they've been leaned on a bit heavy. I think
0: the problem was they knew Japan weren't expecting the books to leave. And no. the but books fact, they, even, even though they we expect- were heavyweights, even though they were heavyweights, I don't think they fully prepared the junior tag division for the books no. moving on. That's-
1: you see, with Shingo, oh, I accidentally dropped my Paddington coin. Um, you see, with like Shingo moving up, and Voth, we're about to move up. The junior divisions are for that. Like you have, um, Eagles, um, Bruton um, Brutaliferomu. Like you have, the junior divisions braced. The tag divisions, on the other hand, are not braced for anyone to leave.
0: No, and unfortunately, um, in my opinion, I don't see Rapongi three K. Being a tag team at Wrestle Kingdom fifteen.
1: No, um, maybe not. I d- <sighs> just the fact that we're talking about the booking of the match itself speaks to how run of the mill this was. After the attack,
0: <laughs> yeah, Suzuki um beat the shit out of three k before the match, and then it was it was a very standard Rapongi three k Suzuki goon match. There was nothing of any real note. It was it was very standard, good. Crisp. I love Despy. Six stars, <laughs> I think. I
1: we, 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 we both love Despy I and mean, we both love Kanemaru. He's not a guilty pleasure. Oh no, Kanemaru's um, great. Yeah. yeah, fucking Kevin. But, but it's weird because like the least interesting person in this match is Yo.
0: I think if Yo was to go on his own, I think...
1: He'd be a... I, said, I think I said this already, he'd be quite a Kushida figure.
0: I don't know. I would think he'd be a Kushida figure if he was to remain face. I think if he was to go heel and be a more... Because if you look at his moveset, especially in Best of the Super Juniors, Sho has the more, I don't know, the more babyface moveset, the more power moves, whereas Yo relies a lot on the submission game, and I can see him being quite cynical with it, and quite cold with it.
1: It's very so easy for Show. I think it's almost as easy for Show to be here, because a lot of it is technical within, especially within the junior division, you start overpowering people, that's just not junior wrestling. And with how the junior division builds itself as it's more like a collective trying to stand out, I think that I think that's more a better way to go over here. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Roppongi 3K uh, won the junior tag league again, which I think and everyone they, knew was going to happen.
1: And then the EOP and Ishimori steal the trophy. So.
0: Which was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Though, it came after the tamest belt shot to the face I think I've ever seen.
1: Oh that's like the equivalent of Lance Storm's chair shots it's
0: just it's the equivalent of an edge spear it was uh, it was
1: dreadful It's the equivalent of a Heskey penalty kick I made a, <laughs> I made a football reference i know you did i'm right. so
0: proud of you i'm so I know who Heskey is. i love the fact that <laughs> this is the first time you've ever made a football reference in one of our podcasts and it's Emil Heskey that you have referred to <laughs> outstanding <laughs>
1: I know he's because I, I know there's a drive to get him on the front cover of FIFA, and when that failed, I saw people try to get him on the front cover of PES. So,
0: oh, outstanding. I gave, like I say, I gave the six stars, Chris. What what did you give it?
1: Yeah, I gave it six. If, honestly, if I hadn't seen this match so many fucking times in the last year and a half, I might have given it a seven. Um, but no, not not a seven. It's a six. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> we then go to match seven. Uh, we're moving into the three main events of the show, and this was the Never open weight Championship match with the champion Kenta defeating Tomohiro Ishii at 20 minutes and 12 seconds with the go to sleep. Now, everyone assumed that this would be the match that we were supposed to get at Royal Quest before Kenta took a nasty, nasty bump on his dome. And fuck me, was it? This was a great match. This is really good. This is...
1: This division is where Kenta belongs.
0: Oh, one hundred. And how many times have we said, Chris, that this division should be there? I'm going to beat the living piss out of you, d- division.
1: Yeah, and like it was getting there last. And was, that's what the Red Pro Title more was last year because Goto had the fucking Nana
0: <laughs> That is true. That is true.
1: But- I think we're still we're still in sort of a phase where we're trying of taking the belt seriously because Chris Charlton brought up an alarming fact where with his one defense against Yoshihashi. Kenta is the only person to have a successful defence in over a year.
0: Since Goto in 2018. That's, it's an alarming consider, fact.
1: When you consider Will Ospreay has held that title this year, abushi's held that title Wait, this year. Wait, that's
0: not right. Osprey defended Ospre- against uh, Dalton Castle um, oh, right. on a rising.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. I forgot about that match. <laughs> I
0: mean, I don't. Are they canon, really? I would say it's basically a ring of honor show. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not really canon, is it? We'll just we'll sweep that under the rug. Put it under the rug, yeah. Um, so
1: <laughs> okay, so so he's joint. He's now the most successful. It doesn't matter because he's not the most successful with two defenses.
0: Yeah, it's is it he came out as well on Christian and said that I believe that the average defense of a never open weight champion is 1.2. That's right. 1.2 defenses. So basically one defense is the average. That's awful.
1: I always, I always get like when, but when people get like one point, especially when it's like people, it's like, um, the average amount of people who will get a stub toe in a day is 1.5 out of three. And I'm like, How do you get half a person? Is it just like one person and then a Nazi? One person and a Nazi. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, It's important to realise that Nazis do have families and they also deserve to be shot. That bit's even more important. Now, um, anti-fascist accent. Anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This was just a striking masterclass. I mean, Kenta slapping the bald head of Ishii. I was like, "Are you a madman? What are you doing, you
1: lunatic?" He's gonna, you're gonna fucking die, and then like Ishii's lariats are just, mm. um, Kent's kicks are getting back to where they were, very quickly.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Like when you, when you see like, as matters of Ibushi, what didn't even have kicks. This, then again, I guess Ishii just wouldn't feel it because he's made of pure fucking stone, but. Like, but I say he's made of stone. Ishii, that's his nickname, but, like, Ishii doesn't look like it was carved out of stone more than, like, he was thrown on the ground and then he was the remains of... He's what remained of the main stone after everything else fell off.
0: No, I agree. Like, he's, he's just... His neck seems to descend more and more into his shoulders every time he, I see him.
1: He looks... Like, when he's in a suit, he looks like a Yakuza boss.
0: I wouldn't mess with him, even though I know no. that, you know... It's wrestling and, you know, even though some of those fucking... Chops, even
1: though his oh best mates with Toriano for the same reason Suzuki had the stupid hair. Because, like, are you going to mess with him? Are you really... Like, he can have the, whatever fucking company he wants.
0: The man is a fucking lunatic. Um, there was one moment where Kenta was in the corner and... Ishii is doing his forearm slaps. So forearm to the head, followed by slap to the chest. And he carried on, he carried on, and Kenta slumped. Ishii picked him up, did it again. Kenta slumped. Ishii picked, and just, it carried on. And there was a wonderful camera shot as Ishii walked off, as, with of Kenta facing, just wrapped in the second rope, looking out to the crowd, just with that look of, fuck me. Jesus. <laughs>
1: has really came into his own as a heel. Now I don't know his history in Noah. I don't know. I've seen the matches, but I don't know the stories in Noah. So I don't know if he's ever been like a heel or like a heel in the heavyweight division. But he's currently probably the best heel in New Japan. Better than Switchblade? No, because we don't laugh at Kenters' antics. We sort of giggle a lot at Switchblade's antics, like when he was going around with the title, going "No, Goto, no." <laughs>
0: Oh, that was brilliant. (laughs) That was amazing.
1: No go-to. It's like, Tanahashi, you want to go? No, Tanahashi. It's just... I, I it is amazing, but also you don't hate you can I don't hate Jay White, whereas when Kenton pulls his bullshit, I do hate Kenton.
0: Yeah, oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm still pissing myself no go to no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um this match you've got your usual shenanigans and shit, um which <laughs>
1: You know, all shenanigans and shit. That is the voice of a man who had lost his train of thought because he didn't expect to laugh.
0: Oh, that was, honestly, that was absolutely just incredible. Oh, right. Anyway, so bullshit happened. Um, and we had another little tease of potentially what could happen at Wrestle Kingdom 14. Kenta attacked Shibata.
1: Wasn't that in the IC match?
0: Oh my god, it was. For oh sake. my god, it was. Ignore that. Doesn't matter. Two go to sleeps. Ishii down. Kenta retains.
1: Eight stars. Yeah, this is really, really fun. This is what the division should be. Not necessarily match of the year quality, but like your fill of Ugh, is he actually dead without the actual Royal Quest? Is he actually dead? Um... Yeah, um, I, I really want to see... Um, do you know who Joe Doring is? Yes, all um, Japan. Yeah, he's basically a modern day Stan Hansen, right down to being a cowboy. I want to see him in this division. That would be incredible.
0: Um, but yeah, really, really good match. You are absolutely right. The more Kenta wrestles, the better he's getting. Um, and yeah, we are, especially with that striking, we are getting to that Kenta that was feared in Noah. And that's great uh, for this division. I,
1: but I remember... Well, actually, no, this wasn't um, Kenta was Asuka, but I always thought they should have done it with Kenta whenever he was coming back. Um, where um, Asuka was feuding with Dana Brooke. And Dana Brooke was like, why am I going to be scared of Asuka? She's just someone who runs around with like face paint and a mask. And then William Regal put on a video of her, of Asuka kicking people. I thought I always thought we should have done that with Kenta, put someone up against Adam Rose or something. Yeah. But <laughs> have, have you seen Adam Rose nowadays?
0: Oh, he looks like he's eaten Adam Rose. The fucking unit, isn't it? He's an absolute <laughs> machine. What the fuck happened to him?
1: Like Adam Rose and like what Adam Rose was is like you versus the guy she tells you not to worry about.
0: <laughs> it's it's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Match 8 and the semi-main event was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match with the champion Will Ospreay defeating Bushi at 16 minutes and 20 seconds with the Stormbreaker. And Will Ospreay continues his run of putting on absolutely stellar matches no matter who the fuck he's against because this, Chris, was fucking great. This is really
1: good. I thought my favourite part of the match wasn't actually a move. It was when Will Ospreay kissed the mist out of bullshit. Absolutely. Just honestly, you looked
0: at it and just went, that's absolutely incredible. And then you've got Will Ospreay just was- smiling through the ropes.
1: I was so happy because you don't get enough um, predatory homosexuality in wrestling nowadays. So- <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. But that you- should be a t-shirt. You don't. <laughs> a vote for me is a vote for with G and G one stands for G. Oh my um, God!
0: The G. <laughs> he came out in that shirt again. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We'll go on tonight in the main event because that shirt still makes me laugh. No
1: go to. We be lucky. gas cancelled so later tonight, or we'd keep saying it and you'd get very confused. Oh, anyway, yeah, He would. <sighs> um yeah so, really 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 match. that was really genius, actually cuz like it sucked it out and then threw it back like this match wasn't cuz the best one in the world i think it's puchi's injuries for sort of holding back isn't it like he's not what he he once was no, cuz he was once not... he was once the hottest seal in the juniors
0: he's nowhere near where he used to be he can still put on very good matches but he oh, now yeah. relies very much on gimmick to get him through matches and wish... he's he has been I... forgotten in a lot of ways in that
1: junior yeah, like, division he's he's the least interesting junior like constant junior probably so like i don't really blame anyone for forgetting him like at least tiger mask has, has like is tiger mask. although i like we did mention this in the first one about um young lions being tipped to be the next tiger mask i'm down with that um yeah, is quite cool 'Cause Tiger Mask is a very simple move set to begin with, so just teach him that and you're golden.
0: Teach them the Tiger um, Driver and the Butterfly Suplex, you're fine.
1: Yeah, and do I, I you know what I miss? I miss um Tiger Mask one soul butts He had really good soul butts.
0: Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> this match. But, um I'll be honest, Chris, and there's a reason why we're sort of going over this match, and you'll see in a minute. Um I gave this nine.
1: I think that's a bit high. Really? I think you're, I think nine is really because you expected this match to be the pits. Well, not the pits. They expected it to be like a seven.
0: Well, no, which... that's not true because they, in the, I don't know if it was Osprey's so... opening match of the best of the Super Juniors, they put on another classic and we gave that eight. And this, I feel, was better than their best of the Super Juniors match.
1: I feel it's about on par. Like, I can remember more from this just because of the, um, the kiss, which you need to put some fucking sex jazz music over. But... I'm 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 not gonna try and shit all over you a good score because ultimately you you run the website website and you can do what you want. But I I give it an eight at tops really. Okay,
0: all right. Well, like, I'm gonna give it a nine because, like you say, if, it's
1: this to the phantasmal match, um, from King of Pro Wrestling.
0: I don't know if I have a slight bias because I'm not. A, a massive
1: fantastic. fan. Okay, when you compare it, what else? Well, but when you compare it to the Jay White match, which we gave a nine,
0: At the anniversary show, yeah, um, which mean. was
1: spectacular. <sighs> oh, when you can when you compare it to a lot of the Osprey matches, like the Archer match, which we also gave a nine.
0: Um, yeah, no, you have a good point. You have a good point. I think eight is fair. A high eight but an eight fair I, enough
1: I, I feel really bad for shitting all of your enthusiasm for this match but like the fact that the only thing we really can talk about is the kiss and beyond that is sort of a standard Bouchie Osprey match
0: yeah alright fair enough um, <clears throat> Will Osprey then cut a promo saying that he'd beaten every single junior and that he invited everyone to step up or anyone in the changing room to step up and then a bomb appeared on the TV.
1: But this, but this was spoiled for me. I was so annoyed that this got spoiled. Yeah, it got it, spoiled it, for me as well. It wasn't even because I went on social media. I was at an sh- event that day, and the guy next to me just went, "Oh, she returns." And the dude he was with was annoyed because he hadn't seen it yet. Just fucking.
0: Oh. Anyway, I, so
1: I almost threw him over. <laughs> a bomb appeared.
0: Daryl appeared, Hiromu Takahashi returned to an absolutely enormous reception and he just, he's back and he caught a promo saying, people think I've got to be careful with how I'm wrestling, you know, people think I'm going to have to change my style. He then proceeded to wrestle himself and take
1: ridiculous bumps. You thought Rick Flagg doing this was fucking insane. Girl, he basically buckle-bombed himself.
0: Twice in both corners, <laughs> and then took a, a enormous flat-back bump.
1: He did it on the floor as well. What the fuck is wrong with you?
0: But then he guess stood, I- he did like a sort of Bray Wyatt crab thing on his head, <laughs> which was brilliant because he was then just going to a last spray, Mike, please. <laughs> Mike, please will osprey had to hold the mic to takahashi's head upside down as he challenged will osprey to a match which i've just checked was on the 4th of january the opening night of wrestle kingdom 14 oh In my opinion. god chris
1: and this just... i love it i i've met like, we've talked about how much we missed him, but I didn't realise until he came at, back out how much we genu- I genuinely missed
0: him. He's just, he says, I'm going to make the junior division fun again. And, you know, I don't think the junior division hasn't been fun by any stretch of the imagination. But well,
1: he's the best but... super genius since I've started watching.
0: Exactly. It was an outstanding best of the super juniors. And everyone performed, there was no one who was shit. No one at all. Even Doki. Taka Mishinoku. Well, yeah, okay, Doki wasn't great, but he still managed to put on good matches. His match with Ren and Narita was great.
1: Yeah, um, Ren Narita. Anyway, we can't go on about Ren Narita. Anyway, so yeah, just but like Takahashi just has he's full package. He's just amazing.
0: He really, really is, and we and have been waiting for so never, long for this.
1: He never not doesn't try. Which I think is, like, is, it's another, it's an Osprey quality as well, but, like, he'll try and put on match of the night whatever card he's on. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, he had a, he, I saw him actually live um, against Mark Haskins, and that was a great match.
0: I mean, you look, you look at move moveset, you put him against Will Ospreay, the, probably the wrestler of the year this year.
1: This is the thing, we've we saw this match. We've seen what two or three times. Well not no, we've seen this match twice, I believe. Uh, Once Dominion twenty eighteen. And there was also a new beginning earlier in the year. Yes. And also the Fate of Four Way, if you want to count that. But like yeah, this the fact that this match hasn't happened in a long time, and also the fact that the last has effectively leveled up in the last year.
0: Is this the moment? I mean let's Let's be blunt here. On the 4th of January, Takahashi's taking that belt.
1: Yeah, like, because, again, Osprey's round for everyone. But there's no point in keeping it on him.
0: No. And Hiromu returns after, you know, having broken his neck. And at one point, people, I mean, Meltzer reported that it was horrendous and there was a chance he wouldn't wrestle again. And the fact that he's come back, is absolutely fine and is going to go into a match with Will Ospreay to the absolute fanfare of everyone. He's built universally beloved. It just makes sense for him to take it just for those reasons, never mind the fact that Will Ospreay has just had an absolutely outstanding G1. He's probably the MVP of the G1 aside from Ishii and And is, is ready for the heavyweight division. The reason that he hasn't gone up is obviously because you hadn't got that person to step up. You hadn't got that, you know, that Kashida that you can fall back on. And now Hiromu's back, and Hiromu, he just is that person. He is that shining light in the junior division.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of, like, Dragon Lee is definitely a feud that needs to happen. Just don't do that fucking driver again
0: oh the phoenix fucking plex jesus yeah. oh my god that made me feel sick
1: dragon lee is far too short to be doing it and to be fair, i don't think he's done it since so i think he might have learned but like he's too short to be doing that oh god i
0: just, oh that move oh but anyway he's back heromu's back Amazing moment. My favourite moment of the night. And, yeah, just brilliant. Uh, and it just topped off an amazing segment, amazing match. Really, really good. We then got to the main event of the night, which was... No, go, go!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a question, Chris. Yes? Did you know that... The G. He didn't
1: in G one. He wore a different shirt, I could swear, because I remember noting down how disappointed I was by that shirt's not on him anymore. Oh, he did wearing... he... I thought he'd worn the shirt.
0: No, it was just a Goto shirt. Oh, oh <laughs> girl- no. I know. But did you know that the G in G one is for GOTO, Chris? It's it's for worse shirt. <laughs> it's the
1: shirt was available. <laughs> <laughs> without oh. having to because I kind of want the shirt oh it's just the worst anyway what, I'm about, no, what's the best shirt what's the best wrestling shirt Um,
0: I am slightly biased but Bray Wyatt before The Fiend yeah he was buried in his room with Shy but he had some good merch
1: he had a, yeah, I have a Bray White shirt actually that I got. I've told you about the Axe Dude before, haven't I? Um, I've, he gave me a shirt because he's a Triple X and he, other than an X, because he thought he somehow lost, went down two shirt sizes, which he hadn't, fat fuck. But gave it to me, so I have that, and it's probably the best WWE shirt I own, other than seen Messina shirt. Messina shirt's great. Um, Johnny
0: Gargano has some good shirts.
1: Yeah, um, you know what my favourite one is? It's the Progress one that says Sex Robots will one day be capable of murder.
0: I know it's your favourite, darling. It's it's the best. I know.
1: Honestly, I, I, I literally only asked so I could bring her by on match
0: shirt. Anyway, main event, match nine. IWGP Intercontinental Championship match. The champion Switchblade Jay White defeating Hiroki Goto at 27 minutes and 40 seconds with the too Blade long. Runner. Too fucking long. <laughs> at least 10 minutes too long.
1: Last thing, there is a match on this card that desperately needs another 5 10 minutes, and, a card, and the main event definitely needed less. So, yeah. But I have very little to say about that, that this match. It was a White Gauta match. We've seen a few of them now. We've seen previous year. And you know what? It's not quite as good as their G1 match. No, not, quite as bad as, not quite as bad as the Hinukuni match. So, I don't know.
0: They, their G1 match, I felt, had but, more on the line.
1: There was a surprise there. Also, Goto had a better shirt. Um, <laughs> True story. It's less of a thought, I'm confused because like, of course Goto's not going to be on the fucking foot going for the double championship at Wrestle Kingdom. Of course fucking not. Because Jay White's the... Well, I think Kent is a better heel, like you hate him more. We'll talk about that in a fucking second. But he's also the he's the biggest heel, and has really come and he's really found his style in the last year. Like um, last last year, he managed to learn to keep up with your, Okada, your Tanahashi, or what have you. This year, he's coming to his own style. He has a very he's the most sadistic of the main bunch in New Japan. Yeah, and. He's, he can dress someone down. It's a very old school way of doing it, actually. It's it's not like a Zack Sabre Junior. Where it's like oh, where it's like a British jostling for the tiniest bit of leverage. He'll he'll pinpoint a body part and go for it.
0: I agree, and you know I love Switch by Jay White's matches because they are very. Um, what's the best way? Of describing it, um, he's very cerebral in the way yeah, he goes a, for it.
1: It's become cold for like Triple H Randy Orton. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's He's like,
0: very, he's very precise in his movements. Now Goto, yeah, a single
1: wasted movement in a good Jay White match.
0: Exactly, Goto can be a very, very good competitor, as proved yeah, by he, his match he, with Shingo.
1: No, he can be about a year ago. <laughs>
0: Well, his match with Shingo was great. He had a, he did have a good
1: G1. Shingo's match with fucking Kojima was great. And again, look at the block Goto was in. Look at him when he was with a slightly uninteresting opponent. And he vastly underperformed. You know what I mean? Like, anyone can have a great match with Goto. Not with Goto. Fuck. Anyone can have a great match with Ishii. Anyone can have a great match with... Basically, anyone can have a great match with Jay White now. Like and JY has a very easy to work style. Anyone can have a really good match with fucking Moxley. So like it's not, it's not fucking on go though that he was having the, the, some really good matches in the G one. Because honestly, we're not having really good matches in the G one. Fuck off. And people have. So I'm I, I think I'm more frustrated with Go because of how he basically held that um Neville Championship Ransom last year, and it's taken a whole year to get to, to relevance again. He's, he, he's
0: the almost boy, isn't he? He's he's a gatekeeper almost now.
1: No, that's the thing. He's, a, he's the Dolph Ziggler of New Japan. Where like he's he, he used to have a really good days. Used to be vastly over. Look at twenty sixteen, his match with Kenny Omega. Mwah. But he's not gonna have a serious title run, is he? He's bland, like not in a Yoshihashi way. Like at least there's jokes to be made about Yoshihashi. The only real Goto joke to be made is really a Jay White joke. And you really want to say it, don't you?
0: No. I, I'm, I I'm you controlling giggling. myself. I'm controlling myself. It's fine.
1: I, I heard you did <laughs> Um. He's just, he's nothing. He, he's nothing to me. Like, Goto is, I'm trying to think of a musical equivalent. He's like Kings of Leon. Solid but
0: unspectacular.
1: Yeah, you know his hits are good. His hits are fine, but if you listen to his out their albums, you're gonna get pretty fucking bored.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, there were times in this match where I was leaning for my phone, and oh, I said phone... half this match. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest. I
1: gave it seven. Oh, it was, I, I basically I had the choice while watching this was. Um, pay full attention. I'll talk to this really boring girl on Tinder who says I look like Danny Warsnop. And I picked the girl. Yep, she's really dull. She I turned out to be a bit racist, but that was fun. Um Nice. <laughs> not the worst. But uh, just you gave it you gave it a seven. I can't give it that because doing a seven out of ten, I'm not normally reaching for my phone.
0: No, I like, mean... I'm
1: I i do not think it's a failing match. I don't think it's four or anything. Like, honestly, I think even giving it a five might be a bit harsh, but five is what I'm reaching for. Like, honestly, I'm gonna give it a six because of the angles in this match, but that's about it.
0: Speaking of the angles, so Jay White at this point is laid out. Goto is going for the victory. The ref is distracted by Gado. Kenta runs in, beats Goto. Now At this point, Shibata, who was on commentary on the Japanese commentary desk, he gets up on to basically beat the shit out of Gedo. um, And Kenta beats the shit again out Uh of Shibata.
1: Now, Uh, uh, You see what I mean about Kenta being a better heel? Because I fucking hated him. If you lay a thing on Shibata nowadays and I fucking hate you.
0: Chris? Yes? Are we going to get this?
1: I'm scared if it does happen. I guess like as much as as much as Kanta's stuff looks like it hurts, you're not taking a ton of bumps in a counter. You don't have to take a ton of bumps in a counter match. It's mostly kicks to be abdomen. So like I guess if Shibata was to have a match, this is a decent. But per- it's not like you're going against Ishi who goes for the head. Like Kanto very much works the body unless it's for GTS. Yeah. So. Like I guess that can work, and like it can be a lot of striking. You don't need to get ton of bumps, honestly. Because I d- do. We know the condition of Shibata. No, like I know. We know he's at least in partial ring shape because he teaches in Doja. or the Yale Doja?
0: We know nothing. Yeah, we do know nothing, Jon Snow. Um, <laughs> <sighs> it makes it so I, I,
1: tantalizing. It- I no, that's the thing. I can't help when you mention it, get caught up in ha- what Shibata was. Because Shibata oh my god. It's like fucking we terrifying. To, we need to get some Shibata matches in the classic. We do. Because uh, he's just. He can't work well with everyone. He had a bit of a myth match with Kenny Omega, but like. Oh my god. Like that match with Okada before I knew what happened. Score of
0: Genesis 2017.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, there's a reason, there's a big reason why people like grown men were in tears when he came back. Because he's fucking beloved, and he's amazing, and he's one of those people who never got his fair shake, partly because he left the company, but you would sort of get the feeling with his match of a that he was going to have a run afterwards. You know, like, have a match like that, and you can't not, but... I want... You know what it's like? It's if he is honest to God ready and he is honest to God, like, no risk, well, I was about to say no risk whatsoever, whatsoever, but this is wrestling. If there's as limited a risk as there can possibly be, then I'm really hyped for this. You know what it's like? You know when Daniel Bryan came back? Yeah. And every time he took a bump, he was squit. you were like, ah. Like, you couldn't quite get comfortable the of Daniel Bryan taking a bump, but now that he's about a year and a half back into it, almost two years now back into his... Come back and you're just sort of like Yeah, cool um, I don't know I If I know he's fine I'll be hyped But like until then, if this does happen I'm scared for him But then again, he's done his dropkick So like That's a partial bump But like every move has happened to He hasn't taken a bump So we don't actually know if he can
0: I mean he went into the
1: guardrail, didn't he? He did, but like you can place yourself for that. Yeah, like I, I could, I could throw myself against the wall wall and not fully hurt. Me. Well, maybe not me, but
0: <laughs> I would love to see you try that. Um. Anyway, I would love to see this again, and we've said this before in this podcast. New Japan don't do things for no reason. If if there wasn't
1: a chance
0: of Shibata, Shibata wrestling. They wouldn't be doing this.
1: You say, you say, say there isn't out, Shibata could bring someone else in.
0: Maybe, but you do this angle, Shibata brings someone fucking amazing
1: in. Well, that's the thing, because Shibata has Noah, tie, so bring in Marufuji.
0: Imagine, imagine Shibata standing on the entrance ramp, Kenta waiting, Shinsuke Nakamura.
1: Don't fucking
0: just just imagine for a second. It's not gonna happen, obviously, but just imagine.
1: Like I would get an erection so far that you could probably stroke it from Stoke. But I am doing
0: It'd just be amazing, that would, wouldn't it? I
1: don't know why you dangle that in front of me, Rob, because you know what my feelings on Nakamura, and you knew that the other night I spent most of it drinking and watching a Shinsuke Nakamura, match and just getting really sad about the current state of Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know why the fuck you do this to me, Rob, because I'm really sad now.
0: <laughs> anyway, Jay White finishes off Goto with the Blade Runner retains, and then gets onto the mic. And what we have, or what is led no, to, Goto! <laughs> no Goto, no <laughs> Goto.
1: No, 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 Goto!
0: <laughs> what it leads to is...
1: So, basically, so I, I can hit, I'll let you have your laugh. So, um, Goto... No, fuck. Um, White starts talking, and then the champions come out. So, like, first... Um, Naito, I think, came out, and then it was Bishi, and then it was Okada. No, Okada! But... Um, then oh hell broke loose basically and I remember uh, I, I like how Chris Charlton explained it well Cardin doesn't want this to happen because why would he want the silver the silver medal when he has gold
0: that is true however
1: uh, well, that that thing where Go- Okada turned to, to Naito and went I remember the a boat a few years ago
0: <laughs> oh and there was such an oh moment it was brilliant it look Well, it has officially been announced that we have got a rush for the gold. Now, what that yeah. means is we are getting that two-day tournament. Now, on the 4th of January, what that means is that there will be an IWGP Intercontinental Championship match between Jay White and Tetsuya Naito, and there will be an IWGP Heavyweight Championship match between Okada and Ibushi. That's on night one. On night two, then the two winners of that championship or the two winners of the heavyweight and the intercontinental championship will then face on night fa- on night 2 the 5th of january <laughs> night 5 to basically become the first ever double champion oh my god this could be good
1: yeah it's i can only think of on one satisfying way to book it though naito wins Naito wins and beats Okada. That's the only satisfying way to do it. Surely that's why they've done it. Surely. Yeah, but also, to be fair, that's probably the match i would be most excited for because I never want to see Naito and Abushi touch again a Dominion.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we we've seen that match quite a lot.
1: It's not just that they almost they they've built a feud around it escalating, and they've escalated to a point where Abushi almost got decapitated. So yeah, what's that. And then, what? Coach did a massive stink piece from using someone who barely watches New Japan. Fuck off. Um, there's less horrific injuries in New Japan than there is in fucking like, WWE. So,
0: you think Naito's winning this? Then,
1: no, it's the only, I, I, I'm saying it's the only satisfying way to do it. New Japan booking tends to be satisfying, not necessarily in the moment, but in a very roundabout way. But then again, we've already had the cocktease with Naito two years ago.
0: So, what you're saying is because the losers will also face off in a singles match on the 5th of January, which I think is a bit of a, you know, bronze medal sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, you're saying Jay White is going to be in that match because is going to beat him for the IWGP
1: Intercontinental. No, Okada has to win so, as well. Like, as much as I want Abishi to be champion, because is probably my favourite, Okada, like,. N- the way the story's been built, Naito has to beat Okada for the belt.
0: Yeah, because of Wrestle Kingdom like- 12 and everyone, everyone thinking that and believing that Naito was going to win it and it being Naito's time, there is not a single person, I don't care what you watch or who, you know, what you enjoy in your wrestling, there is not a single man who is moreover than Naito at Wrestle Kingdom 12.
1: No, exactly. And like, maybe, like, when you consider that Okada had Omega and Jericho on it, when Omega was actually bringing people to New Japan, and that, okay, it's sort of like, you know, it's like it's like David Starr and Walter, where Okada sort of this obstacle for Naito, and Naito like, spent the last sort of two years finding himself um, with mediocre feud with Suzuki. And I don't know, like, I kind of, because Naito's the one who's been throwing this idea about Naito has somehow got himself back into this. He's, in terms of like deserving to be there in kayfabe, he's for Darkos. Because he's lost to every single person in this match in the last year.
0: Apart from a card.
1: Okay. Fair enough. I forgot he has another match with a card this year. Sorry. Um, but like, he's lost to everyone in this in the recent future. And he's beaten white. No, he hasn't. He hasn't beaten White. Uh, no, White's beaten him twice, and he—he, he, I guess he won this feud with Ibushi, but Ibushi still beat him.
0: It's going to be interesting.
1: It is going to be interesting, and i as, again, I say it's the only satisfying way to do it. Again, New Japan booking tends to be satisfying in a roundabout way more than in the moment, like. Which I, which I do appreciate, but also Ke- Kenny Omega won the title right when it felt like he should.
0: Yes. Now, right. Okay. No, I'm I'm gonna leave it there because until we get a few more details and a few you know a few more undercard tags, especially World tag league final and the road to the dome, we'll we'll look a bit more at it, but. At the moment, because there have been a few more matches announced, the card at the moment, for the 4th of January, you have got the Jushin Thunder Liger Retirement Match 1, the tag match with the Legends. You have got the aforementioned uh, Rush for the Gold, shall we call it, matches 1 and 2, which is the Intercontinental Championship match and the Heavyweight Championship match. You've also got the Junior Heavyweight Championship match with Osprey and Takahashi. On the 5th, you have got the finals of those matches. So you've got um, the double championship match and you've got the losers match. Um, and then you've got the Tanahashi Jericho match that has been made official for January the 5th. And then you have got the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. It will just be a straight up tag match between ELP and Ishimori and Rapongi 3K. That will
1: would be a really good Wrestle Kingdom
0: Yes, it would. I mean, I I have no idea how this tag league's gonna go, um, or who's gonna win to
1: it. Fair, I, I I will take a one NAF tag match if it means that fucking card because Jesus Christ, what a card! Like especially with like Naito and Jay White. Like Jay White near the end of the G one was such a surprise, and how much his match quality improved. Like that ma- his two matches with the Naito have been nines. And uh, yes. um, then this match with Ibushi was like a definite, like it's weird. It's a definite ten, but also not a match of the year contender. It's so weird how good wrestling has been this year.
0: <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Um, we
1: do have
0: two ma- uh, two shows, sorry, uh, coming up this weekend. One on Saturday and one on Monday. Um, the New Japan Showdown shows from San jose los angeles so what we'll do is we'll just read you through these cards only one of them will be on new japan world and this is the one on saturday the 9th um the one on the 11th which is monday new japan have actively encouraged people to film 30 second gifs and or little videos and put them all over social media so people can see it so that to me tells me it's never going on world either but if you look at the card It's not really anything you're going to miss. So the first one, this is tomorrow. This will be on World with Kevin Kelly providing English commentary. This is in San Jose, the San Jose Civic Center. Uh
1: Um,
0: In the first match, you've got Ren Narita versus Alex Coughlin. Or Coughlin. I don't know how he pronounced it, but there you go. Uh, Second match, you have got Aaron Solo and Jushin Thunder Liger taking on Colt Cabana and Toriyano. Third match, you have got Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks taking on El Desperado and Suzuki. Fourth match, you've got TJP, Juice Robinson, Tomohiro Ishii taking on Bushi, Sonada, and Evil. Uh, you've got a six-man tag then. Fifth match with Rocky Romero, Yo and Hiroki Goto taking on Jado, Taiji, Shimori and Kenta. Sixth match, you've got a British Cruiserweight Championship match with <laughs> El Fantasmo taking on Show.
1: That would be good. That would be a
0: very good match. Um, United States Heavyweight Championship match with Lance Archer in his first defence against David Finlay.
1: Honestly, that goes like uh, a... Like... Like what was a King of Pro Wrestling and a bit of an American bollocks match? Probably fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Then you've got a tag team match with Shingo and Naito taking on Chase Owens and Jay White. And finally, the... Main event is the team of Okada and Osprey taking on Ibushi and Amazing Red. Oof, that is Oof. a very tasty main event. Very nice, very nice. Now, if you would like to ta- if I, if you'd like me to tell you the card for the Globe Theatre in Los Angeles, and which is the
1: 11th. That's not going on well because the Globe Theatre is such a fucking pretty building. PWG's choosing so that. It's great.
0: Well. You've got... The first match is TJP Amazing Reds taking on Aaron Solo and Alex Zane.
1: Less tasty, but still kind of tasty. Uh,
0: Cabana and Yano taking on Alex Coffin and Carl Fredericks. Yeah. Uh, Clark Connors, David Finlay and Juice Robinson taking on the team of Desperado, Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, Rima- uh, Rocky Romero and Tomohiro Ishii taking on Sonata and Evil. That could be tasty.
1: That could be quite tasty. A- Rocky's taking...
0: No. a singles match with Kota Ibushi and Ren Narita that's
1: fucking random
0: uh, 6 man tag team action between Sho and Yo, Hiroki Goto taking on the Bullet Club team of Phantasma, Ishimori and Kenta um, a 6 man tag is your main event in the 7th match with Bushi, Shingo and Naito taking on Gedo, Chase Owens and Jay White is
1: in the fucking main event?
0: yeah, there is no Okada no Tanahashi um, and you've got Jay Watt and Naito in the main event.
1: Well, that's, I, I feel sorry for anyone going to that one. Well, not sorry. It's still probably gonna be a fun like of live wrestling, but like.
0: Yeah. But yeah, those are the cards. Chris' opinion.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, the first night especially had some really tasty matches, but like, for, like for, for one of the like on the first night, would be make for a decent um, new beginning.
0: My big de- question to well, you, Chris, is with the World Tag League starting in eight days as we record, people are going to be burnt out. Do we need these shows?
1: We don't need these shows, definitely not. No. Like, and it kind of shows in the sort of front together nature of them. And... No, they're definitely not necessary, but also Tag League is an overall necessary, so True. We're, we're, we are in the doldrums of New Japan. Ah, uh, post-power struggle, so.
0: Right. As it stands now, 8th of November, who is your World Tag League pick?
1: Kokobando and Toriyana.
0: You're an idiot. Who is your <laughs> World Tag League pick?
1: Who's <laughs> not as bad as pick the Manhattan um... Yeah, True. Finjuice,
0: fuck it. I think, yeah, I think it is probably going to be Finjuice. But for the sake of choosing someone different, um, I'm going to go Ishii and Yoshi Hashi. I think there's a nice storyline
1: there. It's nice enough, I fucking guess. <laughs> fucking-
0: and on that negative note, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be joining you again next week at your usual time, and we'll be going through the events very, 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 very briefly of the um, Super, Sh- Super Showdown, the New Japan showdown show on world and then we'll be going through some more classic matches for you in the meantime you can check out the website www.podmania.co.uk you can check out our pay-per-view pickums you can check out our match rating archive including power struggle 2019 you can check us out on twitter at podmania and on facebook at the same address you can also subscribe to us on any podcast platform whatsoever on a Monday at 7pm GMT we will be giving you a new episode every week of our WWE 2K19 and 2K20 Universe mode, on a Wednesday at 10pm GMT will be the Young Lioncast and on a Saturday at 2pm GMT it will be the Pod Mania podcast, you can talk to me on Twitter at RealRob Goodwin, Chris where can they find you?
1: Um, at Candy Chris, I'm for now. But I am seeing, and I am trying to change my Twitter name to a variation of No Goto.
0: <laughs> no Goto. Um, anyway, thank you so Take much it. for People listening, guys.
1: No. But... no. <laughs> Someone's taking No Goto.
0: Oh, thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll talk to you guys again soon.